This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. General Motors is not getting very far in its racketeering lawsuit against Fiat Chrysler. Yesterday, a U.S. federal district judge just dismissed that lawsuit, quote, with prejudice. In legal terms, that means it's over and done with, and you can't bring that lawsuit back to court. Even so, GM says it's going to, quote, pursue its legal remedies, but it's unclear what that may be. GM feels that former FCA CEO Sergio Marchione conspired with the UAW to negotiate a labor contract that would weaken GM and let him take over the company. Obviously, the court did not agree. We'll have to wait and see what GM does next. Tesla's stock surge is about to earn Elon Musk a mega payday. Thanks to better-than-expected sales numbers, the company's stock took off yet again and the company's market cap hit $259 billion, which makes Tesla the most valuable car company in the world. Its six-month average market value is $138 billion, and once it hits an average of $150 billion over six months, it triggers a pay package for Elon that could be worth $1.8 billion. And here's some good news that could help Elon reach that goal. Earlier today, he revealed that Tesla is very close to achieving level five autonomous driving. He says Tesla will complete the basic functionality of level five by the end of this year, but also adds there are a lot of little problems that have to be solved. And Musk isn't the only one who's bullish on autonomy. Mary Barra recently said that autonomy is a lot closer than most people realize. But safety advocates say more needs to be done to protect passengers in autonomous vehicles. The Automated Vehicle Safety Consortium, which is affiliated with SAE International, wants passengers to be able to intervene to make an emergency call or stop while riding in a self-driving vehicle. It's calling for all fleet-managed Level 4 and 5 autonomous vehicles to be equipped with a button to make an emergency stop or call if the passenger perceives an issue. The idea is similar to emergency stop or call buttons in an elevator. The consortium says it will not only improve safety, but also help the public trust autonomous technology. Hey, we've got another great AutoLine After Hours coming up this afternoon with Hao Tai Tang. He's in charge of all product development at Ford, but we're especially going to take a deep dive into the new F-150. It's been the best-selling vehicle in the American market for nearly 40 years, So can the new one keep that going? Henry Payne, the car critic from the Detroit News, will also be on the show. So join John and Gary as they bore down into the details on all the changes Ford made to this truck. Engineer from anywhere. Perform tests from your office, lab, or living room. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, we have you covered. Our hardware and software is trusted all over the world. Global company headquartered in Troy, Michigan. Intrepid Control Systems. It's one thing to be an EV startup and want to take on Tesla, but designing electric cars is the easy part. The hard part is selling them. And to do that, you need retail outlets. So Lucid Motors announced it's going to open 20 retail locations in North America by the end of next year. It published a partial list, 
with four stores in California, two in Florida, one in New York, and one near Washington, D.C. Of course, if you want to convey an upscale image, you don't call them stores or dealerships. You call them studios. Customers will be able to buy the cars online, so they don't have to go to the studios if they don't want to. Lucid says it's also going to have a nationwide network of service centers, mobile repair trucks, and certified body shops. Everyone in the world seems to be working on how to cut the cost of batteries in electric cars. But AVL, the powertrain design house, set out to cut the cost of the EV drivetrain. It developed this e-axle, which includes two electric motors, a two-speed gearbox, and the inverter. Let's focus on the motor. To squeeze out maximum efficiency, AVL runs it up to 30,000 RPM. Spins so fast, they named it the Hummingbird. By comparison, Tesla runs its motors at a maximum of 18,000 RPM. A faster speed means the motor can be smaller and lighter. Interestingly, AVL decided to use direct oil cooling that runs through the slots in the stator because this is much better than water cooling, allowing for higher peak power and better efficiency. And the specs are pretty impressive. AVL says the motor only weighs a little over 19 kilograms, whereas similar motors weigh 60 kilos. It puts out 150 kilowatts and 2,500 newton meters of torque. That's over 200 horsepower and over 1,800 pound-feet. And remember, there are two of these motors on each side of the E-axle. Most impressively, AVL says it caught the cost of the E-axle by 60%. It's already bench-tested the system and is installing it in a Tesla Model S for road testing, which starts next month. The other day, we reported that Mercedes would release more information about the MBUX, or User Experience System, in the all-new S-Class, and today we have the highlights. You know, a Mercedes dashboard can sometimes look as complicated as a fighter jet control panel, but one of the first things you may notice, other than the giant display screen, is how simplified the controls look. In fact, the new S-Class has 27 fewer hard keys than the previous car. So the automaker added more gesture and voice control to allow for easy operation of certain functions. Two that we find interesting are that the driver can raise the rear blind just by looking over their shoulder and the sliding roof can be opened with the swipe of a hand. Up to five display screens will be available and information and content can be shared amongst passengers. The main center screen even has security built into it. Owners can use their fingerprint to unlock the screen like a smartphone and voice and facial recognition can also be added into the mix. Mercedes says that's helpful for buying things while you're in your car. Any settings the driver programs into the vehicle are stored in the cloud, which means they can be transferred to any other Mercedes vehicle. Mercedes is going to trickle out information about the new S-Class until its debut in September, so there's more to come. Toyota says Corolla meets SUV was the key phrase during development of the all-new Corolla Cross, which we think it did a pretty good job of blending together. And that's right, the Corolla now comes as a sedan, hatchback, and crossover. It's a smaller vehicle, riding on the same platform as the CHR and Lexus UX. We think the exterior styling could be described as somewhat aggressive. The front and rear ends have a little bit of a mean look to them, but swooping body lines over the wheel arches helps tone that down. The interior layout is clean and not overly stylized, although we do like that bright strip around the air vents. 
the Corolla Cross, first launches in Thailand, where it will come with either a gas or hybrid powertrain, a CVT, and front-wheel drive only. Toyota says the crossover will be offered in other markets, which means we'll likely see other setups as well. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Ah, there's going to be a performance version of the Volkswagen ID3. Volkswagen subsidiary Seat tapped its performance division, Cupra, to tune a version of its Elborn electric car, which is just a rebadged version of the ID3. Cupra claims the Elborn will do 0 to 50 kilometers an hour in 2.9 seconds. But other than a unique sport control system, it did not reveal if it made any other changes to the propulsion system. Volkswagen has not released performance numbers for the ID3, but some outlets have recorded 0 to 100 km per hour times of around 7.5 seconds. The Cupra Elborn has a usable battery capacity of 77 kWh, which is said to return 500 km or 310 miles of range. Interior material is the biggest difference we see as of now, and it's definitely an interior that Elvis would have been proud of. The Cupra Elborn will launch next year. We need your help identifying another barn find from our Wisconsin hiker friend. You all nailed the last one as a 1951 Nash Ambassador, and this new one looks like its final resting place is right around the corner from that Nash. We hope the grills over the fenders is a dead giveaway for some of you. Leave your guesses in the comments section. And hey, no doubt you've seen our newest sponsor, Intrepid Control Systems. And we just want to take a quick moment before the end of the show to welcome them to the AutoLine team and say thank you for helping us to continue to provide unique content you're not going to find anywhere else. That wraps up today's show. We'll see you around the same time again tomorrow.